Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey, everybody. In part two of our episode, I'll continue talking with Taiwanese internet guru Joe Shu. We'll discuss how youth baseball is changing shape in his country. He tells us about some of the major differences between pro ball in the States and in Taiwan. Uh, he'll discuss when teams start to look for import players to come over to Taiwan and what kind of players they're generally looking for to have an impact. We'll dive into uh, what his specific qualifications are and how he advises parents, coaches, and players on the online training space. Um, he's going to share some funny feedback he's gotten from people online as well. So stick around because it should be a pretty cool show today. On this podcast, we take a deep dive into the international game of baseball and softball. Every week on the show, we will talk with coaches and players from around the world, where we'll discuss preparation, motivation, and building a consistent mental process for those high-leverage, high-stakes situations. If 90% of the game is mental, we need to stop giving everything a physical remedy. Stick around for your host. He's played and coached professionally on five different continents and won 12 different national championships. He's the original baseball nomad. Some call him the hit doctor, but heck, you can just call him Coach AB. Okay, before we start, I wanted to give you my Remember the Titans moment of the week. Honesty? You want honesty? All right, honestly, I think you're nothing. Nothing but a pure waste of God-given talent. You don't listen to nobody, man. Why should I give a hoot about you? Huh? Or anybody else out there? You want to talk about a waste? You the captain, right? Right. Captain's supposed to be the leader, right? Right. You got a job? I have a you job. You been doing your job? I've been doing my job. I'm supposed to wear myself out for the team? What team? No. No, what I'm going to do is I'm going to look out for myself and I'm going to get mine. See, man, that's the worst attitude I ever heard. Attitude reflect leadership, Captain. Okay, let's get into Zlatan. Ibrahimovic's comments on LeBron James, in which he said, I don't like when people have some kind of status. They go and do politics at the same time. Basically, he was saying, or he was telling LeBron to shut up and just dribble. Okay. Uh, which LeBron responded saying, I would never shut up about things that are wrong. Look, in baseball, you have to step up to the plate to hit. And once you step up to the plate, you then got to get your pitch and you then got to swing the bat. If you've played for me or you've, you've probably heard me say it a million times, a positive anything is better than a negative nothing. Now, we know LeBron has spoken up in the past about equality, social justice, racism, systematic voter suppression, things that go on in his community. My opinion is, look, no one says anything when today's brands use athletes or celebrities for product marketing that have nothing to do with uh, the sport or their lane. Okay? Nowadays, 
athletes are brands themselves. For me, it's just easier to understand what a person or institution stands for and who they're aligned with when they share their opinions. If LeBron wants to stand against discrimination in any form, good for him. I think it's only a positive something for the world. LeBron essentially is stepping up to the plate for what he believes in. Everyone has an opinion. But now you're telling me everyone can talk about politics, but athletes can't? Look, in context, freedom of speech should be afforded to both of those gentlemen. I just believe that you don't have to be an expert to express your opinion. I think it's crazy that some people don't want athletes and celebrities speaking out, sharing their opinions, but of course a reality star, television star can become president. That's crazy to me. The great Maya Angelou said it best. I'm convinced of this. Good done anywhere is good done everywhere. For a change, start by speaking to people rather than walking by them like stones that don't matter. As long as you're breathing, it's never too late to do some good. Okay, so there you have it. There's my Remember the Titans moment. Let's get to the show. You see it changing though now? Are parents more concerned with, you know, uh, academics? Yeah, that's why more and more community baseball start to open. Okay. And they try and, yeah, community baseball, they only train maybe a few times, maybe three, four days, batsman. Most of the time, okay. Uh, but they only haven't learned elementary school, though, like young age, U, U8 to U, U10, uh, U12. That's, that will be the time, around that time. But after you graduate to like high, uh, middle school, uh, the community baseball doesn't exist because they either choose study or choose baseball, like okay. only like baseball team. So I hope this. Uh, like you know, in US, I know if you are U8, and like correct, correct me if I'm not saying wrong, but uh, if you eight until you like 15, right? You don't train that much, like maybe you train as far as like I heard from my teammates from Paris, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, even in the high school, they train maybe two or three hours maximum, mm-hmm. yeah, like two hours, or uh, especially that will be all after school. But in Taiwan, no, like, you, you, you kind of stuff like, you cut your school uh, class. After, after lunch, maybe you take one more class until one o'clock, boom, you go training. That was high school. Wow. And my middle school was like that, too. Yeah, it's, it's pretty... Pretty, like, pretty hardcore. I know. Yeah. Uh, I know lots of training doesn't mean that, but if that stark difference or affect a lot of part of your other stuff that you have to do. Areas of life, yeah. No, not, not a good sign, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, speak about that, those differences in, uh, you know, the difference between, you know, obviously there's that difference in the amount of training, the workload in Taiwan. What about, you know, U.S. players who are coming over to uh, Taiwan? It, it, what's, what's, like, the major thing that they got to get used to, uh, um, going from U.S. pro ball to Taiwanese pro ball. Yeah, like uh, American, like uh, local local American players, if they gonna play. No, um, minor league guys or major league guys who you know want to say, hey, you know, I'm, my career's over there. I want to come over to Taiwan and play. Uh, what you know, what should they be 
you know, what should they be aware of? What do they have to get used to? What's different than playing like a affiliate baseball in the U.S.? Because, um, you know, as kids, you know, obviously the workload is totally different in the U.S. to it than to what it is in uh, in Taiwan. Even in the professional level, is you know, is it a heavy workload as well? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, I think. But that's one of the lucky things is a lot of foreign, foreign uh, players, especially from state, they've been through that like uh, minor league, major league system. Mm -hmm. When they come, they uh, team invite them to you know, you come here to win. Right. Uh, you come here to compete. So whatever you're doing that good for you. Uh, they respect them. They, I, think, I see they, they respect what the kid If you don't, let's say you open one, like, like you usually pitch to 30, 30 35, next one 40, <laughs> they, they won't like uh, push you to, hey, you gotta go find my, my, my team. They gotta throw like 100 pitches. Mm. Right? Right. Uh, so I, I can see that negotiable things that they. that and space for for doing different things allow them to those uh, like, what they want to do. But I think the thing I'm aware is is um, a whole like how they organize because workload yeah training workload is a lot plus the whole day process was long like long time. I know when I was minor league hmm. I. Maybe start five thirty something early, but mm. we finish twelve. Yeah. We we maximum we finish around twelve, right? You just take uh, you take BB fundamental everything down. You maximum maybe you will have uh, actual work or you got depends on coaches, right? And, or maybe you're gonna go away from depends on the strength condition part. Uh, but maximum if there's a game you you finish about one or, or after lunch, right? Then you like even though you want to train more, the, the coaches will tell you that you got recover. Right. So that's that's how really wrong. But in Taiwan, like because you gotta start from nine to like five. <laughs> it's, it's like all day. It's it's not play ball. It's work ball. Work ball. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. So don't be lucky if uh, players from America, if you are the picture, you have yeah rights to say okay, hey, you know, I'm I'm gonna prepare. But if you're a pursuit player, okay. You're gonna hit over and over and over. Yeah, I, I remember that, man. Like when I was when I was in uh, Japan, man. I, so I was at the tail end of my career, and I'm in the industrial league, and it, it was tough, man, because we would play double headers, and the day would start at five in the morning. They'd pick you up, and you know you'd play the double header, and then you know you take BP or take infield outfield after the double header, and you're like, man, can we get out of here, dude? You know. <laughs> Like, what are we doing? We just shut out the other team. Come on, man. Let's let's shut it down. Total different mentality. Yeah, you have to lead at least like 15 scores. Otherwise, they'll keep continuing uh, in and out. Wow. Hey, Joe. So, go, go ahead, man. Go ahead. No, I, I mean, that's that, I think that's how I uh, I serve. Uh, especially when I talk with the foreigners uh, who got invited, got signed to here. Mm -hmm. uh, purple, I think it's better, but I haven't seen any uh, like American players that they come like college level. That would be interesting to see. I think that I think during that time that would be more 
by a pure that you know they probably ask and uh, can probably share more answer about how they adapt. You know. <laughs> right, right. In school and whatnot. So does it does it happen to you that you know you get random emails uh, going, Hey, can I come over to Taiwan? Can you help me play in Taiwan from people out west? No, I, I think they that's what daily if you send the right person, don't send to like some other department one end of that. Yeah, HR uh, or in national department yeah, they they uh, I think that is what I do every day. They are deep, especially during the period. Uh, it, like now, probably too late. But usually, they start doing that work and start doing through networking uh, during, I would say, November, maybe November to uh, before December. That's that would be the two three months. October to December, that would be the time zone. They are they are seeking for people. Mm. You know. And what kind of people are they looking for uh, mostly in Taiwan? Guys coming over from the West? To like play professional? Yeah. Like. Okay, right now the situation here is we are we are heat peak. So, <laughs> lots of good hitters. So. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so like, I think. Why do you think that, why do you think that, like, that there's so many good Taiwanese hitters right now and you don't need, you know, foreign imports for that? Ah, wow. Um, okay, so hitters, so right now, strength conditioning, uh, this kind of concept that people already, uh, a lot of high school kids start to have an organized strength program. Okay. Uh, compared with that, before it was uh, much different. Now they all have power, they, their strength go up, more speed. Um, but if, if pitchers, people are not going up, of course, it's easy for our kids. If you have strength, you have speed, you have best speed. Right. Uh, it, it, but if before, like you can see, Dominic, if you throw like eighty six, eighty seven with a location, right? Mm -hmm. But now, like you gotta maybe throw maybe above, you know, able to uh, handle hitters here in Taiwan. Okay. Um, so I think because strength, strength wise, they they they've been through better training training. Uh, system program and last uh, the pitchers are um, I was saying velos are I think velo also improve if your strength and your velo improve if you if you got the right timing I think that the ball will be crushed still as right. well so I think skills and strength uh, they getting better I think they improve compared with the in a decade ago um, I think that's the reason yeah and I don't know if the ball, and then recently they were talking about baseball, difference, and I don't know, that's not a topic on that. But. What, the ball? <laughs> yeah, the juicy and things. And the juicy ball. <laughs> the juicy ball. The juicy ball. Yeah, yeah they're going to change all that. So you think that you have a better chance going over to Taiwan as a Western guy if you have some velo, if you have, if you can yeah, uh, hit, the, hit the top spots on the gun? Yeah, so most of them are they are looking they are looking for pictures. Okay. So, uh, especially pictures who can eat in innings. They they, they want to uh, not close if you throw like how many you know, one or five, but you only can pitch two innings, that they probably the they probably want uh, the picture they want. They want the guy who can like eat innings. Mm. 
like Pedro Martinez guy who's hit 95 going seven, eight innings. Okay, I see you. I see you. That's pretty cool. Um, that's got to be some good information for, for guys who are thinking about making the jump over over the ocean. Hey, Joe, so one of the things, you know, doing my research on you and knowing you for so many years, you know, uh, there's so many initials behind behind your name. And sometimes I look at, you know, uh, you know, your name and you've got all the initials. And I'm like, what the hell does that mean? Can you tell me what what all, you know, I mean, tell me about all the certifications that you have, man. <laughs> yeah, like S S C S S S S. A lot of a lot of characters on that behind. So yeah, I'm like, what? Do you work for the CIA too? The FBI? I mean, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I mean, thanks. That I've been through that uh, sports science uh, right. major, uh, but also I'm still continuing doing that. But uh, so those are like the the words that. They represent what uh, license and certification I got. So CSCS is what like, I have. Actually, I have like a, some uh, six, six or seven. Jesus! Holy moly! Yeah, yeah. So I uh, strength conditioning, uh, youth training, um, and so uh, it, it, there will be several combined with several different organizations. Okay, and uh, sport nutrition and. Uh, uh, also kettlebells, I got, uh, and also corrective exercise. So CS NASM, like National uh, National Academy uh, for Medicine, and yeah, and and also uh, NSCA, uh, that's called the National Strength Condition Association. Uh, that's uh, CSS Certified Strength Condition Coach. That's that's specialized for a uh, trained athlete. So I think not just baseball, but all athletes. All athletes. Yeah, yeah. That's what their uh, uh, results good at is like you can use that model and you can learn so much stuff on that to train any kind of athlete that you know who want to improve through this uh, you know training like knowledge. That's why uh, a lot of last minute you are working for NBA actually or MLB. Uh, professionally, then that if you want to be a, a strength coach to get involved into a role that you're gonna have, it, it's too better. It's better to have uh, a certification because that I think that's the first thing they are they usually look at uh, when you turn on a website, right? And then that will be this the the detail this question that was that was saying you must have ESCS or something, right? right. Even though like the eating coach is they turn a strength condition background. As, as far as like, I, I see some website, that's what I describe. Right. Wow. So, all these certifications, man, you're a wealth of knowledge. Let me ask you one thing, uh, you know, nutrition wise, you know, I, I, you know, I keep saying this like people are going to catch up to it in, you know, the next few years. Hydration and nutrition, when you're talking about being prepared, like for me, I, man, I wish 20 years ago I knew or I took serious how I should hydrate, how I should sleep, and you know, uh, how I should really pay attention to the nutrition. What's the most important thing most players neglect when it comes to looking after their bodies and recovery? In your mind, you know, what, um, what's the big thing? Yeah, so 
I think uh, for players that, um, like you were beginning, you were saying, right, completely, right? If you, you, you do right and you don't think right. But I, I'm not saying I take a lot of things because that's I'm not into But if you are, you don't, uh, you got to find balance by yourself. Like sometimes you will don't overlook at one thing, but think about all, oh, this is all big package. Like if you all say you're over training, but you eat right, uh, probably gonna affect your rest, right? Your mm -hmm. your your your, your uh, good power. But if you are recovered too much, you don't at all, right? It'll be <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm recovering. That's me. I recover a lot. I recover a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I recover a lot too. Like if you one day you rest seven days, right? You recover. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah so. Or you give nutrition, like you put a lot of nutrition, but you don't train, hmm. right? And meanwhile, you, maybe you have recovered, but it won't affect. That. So you, it's, it, it's, everybody's different. Like every, you gotta listen to your body, right? Listen to your body, what, what part are, maybe you need to cover, to balance that up. So, like I have a few clients that I'm working with, like I do a online nutrition program as well. So I, I view what their, for some calories, your nutrition, and but you know, yeah, okay, we can see uh, this is a protein. You gotta eat that. You can eat that. But end of the day, when you go really like the market sometimes because you more could be emotional, could be maybe you like I don't know, broke up with a girlfriend that you don't want. Like usually you eat that, but you want because a lot of they probably have a lot of eat, uh, effects that will affect your. When you choose this food, so so I always tell that okay, eat what you like to eat, but you gotta make sure that you are collecting all those number, collecting all those nutrition that, that we are setting. Uh, but meanwhile, uh, depends on where you are. I don't want them to feel like pressure um, uh, in order to reach that like protein uh, protein volume or a couple a uh, carbohydrate volume. You know, you you eat you eat that you calculate like if you if you have like some measurement like you can measure it's it's good but but if you don't like at least some I will provide some guideline at least you have to follow this guideline mm -hmm. right like for example you have your pounds your how much your your carbs how much your uh, protein that equals uh, okay how much portion you you should eat per day but you still you can choose what you what you like. Uh, what usually people like usually is not too much healthy. So so you gotta, you gotta have something. If you eat one thing that you like, you better eat two or three more things you don't like. Mm. Okay. <laughs> For example, yeah. you don't like apple, right? You don't like uh, like cabbage, or you don't like broccoli. But gotcha. you like McDonald's, like hamburgers, right? Okay, eat one that, but you gotta eat all those other three fruits and and. And broccoli things. I know you don't like, but that's that's how we gonna. You know, at least you are balanced. You gotta measure and regulate then. Yeah, yeah. It's because it's hard. You know, even I we know like if if you tell I know broccoli healthy, but I'm not going to eat that like every single day. I know that's that's healthy. I, I know uh, it's not too much fried or uh, all the things, but sometimes I just want you know some French fries. Right. You know? Right. Right. <laughs> Like cheating day, I, but not cheating day. I mean, I mean, 
<laughs> you know, student, if we, we have that balance and still give them freedom, so it's so in nutrition, we always said that it's not, it's, we don't have any perfect like recipe for free for people to, to follow. It's, it's any speed you can, you feel that you are still control like, for example, your weight, you feel good recovery, uh, and, and also that won't affect your training. Right, and uh, you don't feel like emotional or, or physical uh, fatigue. Uh, that would be a good diet. But still, like uh, that's that the hard, the hardest challenge is not like okay, this put this recipe forever because since you're good now, but it's not equal that they'll be fit later. Mm. So, so that always variable. So. Right. Cool. I mean, literally, I mean, you teach players just about every aspect of the game. We're talking hitting, pitching, infield, outfield, the mental game, nutrition, strength and training. Dude, you are like the all-star coach. Tell me about, you know, what you do in Taiwan and your channel. Uh, you know, I, when I tell people about you, I tell them, tell them you're like the Matt, uh, Matt Antonelli or the Steve Springer or the Coach Lyle uh, of Taiwan. Tell, tell us about your channel, man. And what you do for oh, wow. those kids over there? Thank you for that interview. Um, and I mean, also learned a lot from the, the guy you mentioned. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. So my YouTube channel at the beginning that was two years two years ago, I think. Uh, I stopped to I think at the time. You know, my wife actually, my wife. It, uh, actually, it was my wife's idea that she supported me to okay, let, maybe we can do that to share. Uh, the, the knowledge. That was a, that was the beginning. And there's a key thing. Baseball in Taiwan is so popular and that was a long history, almost one one century. But and then we have produced so many good players, but we don't have too much resource that provide pitcher uh, like players or coaches to learn. And and I was like for sure, because I started to look at YouTube and learn some stuff when I was like what, 13 or 14, right? And, and I, 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 I learned from Western, like from all American coaches, but nobody's speaking Chinese. So that's why, okay, I think it's a good time that, that start to do some Indian Chinese uh, Chinese content and to share knowledge that help. I might, might actually might go and just kind of like share knowledge that I hope they can. Uh, Provide this knowledge. I don't. I don't expect that they take it all, but at least learn one percent. Right? You learn some part of some part of from my video, from this video, and some part from that video. Right? And then they always give me feedback like how they how they feel, and then they watch all the time. So yeah, my goal is to share knowledge from for YouTube. Yeah. Do, do you get haters out there, Joe? Like uh, on YouTube that go, you know, who the heck is this guy? Yada yada yada. Because uh, I, I, I've always wanted to do something like that, but I, you know, I'm always like, man, I'm, I'm too sensitive because, you know, <laughs> you know how coaching is. Everyone, everyone fights about minutia, you know, the small little details uh, instead of, you know, what actually helps. They, they fight about technique and this and that and this and that. So I'm wondering, like in Taiwan, because you have such rich history and you have so many knowledgeable coaches, do you get uh, blowback from people who go, oh, that's not the way we do it? You know, because there's not a right way. It's just the way. This is the way we do it. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think some. Yeah. Some. Some. 
part, uh, some coach, yeah, they mentioned to me like, hey, maybe they're not. Some part, uh, some coaching, what I'm saying, maybe it's not suitable for their age, some, uh, but some works. And, and, and that's why I, that's what I believe. And I, through my learning process, combined with the coaching experience, combined with all sports science, I know it could work. But also the work should be monitored by uh, a good supervision and, and, and a good third party for helping, you know, in your training environment. It shouldn't be like, okay, you watch my video, you learn everything, and then end of the day you tell me, hey, this doesn't work. But you don't, you don't probably don't train right. You yeah. probably don't, you know, do 100%. But again, this could be another issue, but yes, I don't see too I don't uh, get too much feedback on that. Maybe they have, but they don't. But but they, uh, any any but, funny comments that you've gotten that you know make you know, what the heck? Yeah, like uh, from this like uh, I I remember I did want to warm up how you want up your arms and scalar things and uh, just starting training. And this guy like, asked me how can he warm up his like finger or how can he want to warm up his. <laughs> <laughs> elbow, like you want your elbow. I, I mean, Come on, Joe. Give me give me some of that sports science. How do you do it? How do you? Why you can't put my away? That's awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> put it, put it, put put on a glove. <laughs> <laughs> That's so awesome. <laughs> hey, so Joe, that's great. So at the end of the day, I mean, where are you going with your channel, uh, Joe Baseball? Uh, what's the future hold for, you know, for, for you and, and uh, your channel and all that stuff? What are you hoping for? Um, so, okay, so we are first online. Uh, Small channel and uh, for online course in Chinese. So, uh, so my uh, what I want to read is because I I know my my time is limited. I cannot coach everyone any anytime, right? And mm -hmm. that's why uh, I I want a channel and all those content can help anyone whoever wants to improve. Okay, even doesn't matter your parents, your coach, your your player. Uh, whoever you want more knowledge, I think I, I, I'll get a good, uh, good risk base uh, on that and community. So maybe eventually, you know, we'll hire, we will not hire, I'll invite you, maybe I'll invite more good coaches like AD to Taiwan, right? Not, so combine with the offline and then offline, online. But for, for, because right now we don't really have a lot of good a lot of good feedback, right? And and that's why we are creating online baseball course. Not not only YouTube still like we we will continue doing, but there will be more the content. But for online course is more uh, structured and more specialized. People who want to improve hitting, for example, that's my first first part is I will create hitting hitting course, and later we'll do some other. Strength and training things on our, on our program, but so and eventually my goal is to help more coaches. Okay, cool. More coaches to to get 
they could probably use that as a tool of uh, provide some tools that hey maybe you can use that in back to your your uh, your game and your your organizations your your training daily training instead of only do the things that that only I do but you can provide something other people also believe in the work. So same thing like I always tell myself like hey probably I'm not right every day right not not right I'm not I'm, I'm probably uh, treat myself as paper. Uh, like a white, like empty paper, white paper. I don't, I don't have anything on every day to renew myself, right? Because what I, because you know, that's a great philosophy, man. Remember that? Was, yeah, I know. Like maybe we are not going too much deep on eighteen, but remember, do you remember ten years ago uh, we were talking about unbased average? There was everybody crazy on unbased average. Right. Everybody on crazy on like okay, put a in play, you have a chance. And then what now? Launching, Launch right? angle, yeah. flyable, yeah. and everything. Like, yeah. Whatever we believe now probably will change immediately. So that, I think that's, that's the, the reason we, we have to continually you know, combine something but, and, and from before and then put, in, put the right thoughts on whatever, uh, whoever the, the, the player that you are face. Right? And, and I think that's, that's uh, Good way for, for coaches to create their relationship and trust and, and their daily coaching. That's awesome stuff, Joe. So, where can the folks find you at social your social media spots? Where can they find you? Uh, so, if you type in YouTube, it's uh, in Chinese Joe Sponge, but in English it'll be Joe Su J O E H S U, and you'll find my uh, channel and uh, my uh, Instagram is Joe Baseball. So to underlies at under baseball. So under 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 buttons of JOE and two lines, the bottom lines and baseball. So you'll find my uh, Instagram there. And also my YouTube. Uh, Facebook, sorry, my, my Facebook is Chi Wei Su, that's my uh, my Chinese name. C H I H and So that's my Facebook. I'll put all those links down in the description of the podcast. Joey Baseball, thank you so much, man. It's always a pleasure uh, chatting with you, and hopefully we'll get a chance to uh, get together again, my friend. Happy New Year. Thank you, man. Yeah, happy New Year. Happy New Year. Thank you, Abby. All right, brother. Talk to you soon. Enjoy yourself. Stay safe. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, everyone. Hey, thanks for listening uh, to Part 2 with Joe Shu. We'll continue with another exciting guest next week from Mr. Baseball. You can find more information on Joe Shu on Instagram at Joe underscore baseball and on YouTube at Joe Shu H-S-U. Okay. If you like this episode, please leave a review. Or if you have a question, get in touch with me at baseballnomad.com. Until the next time, don't forget to breathe, my friend. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. 
And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.